Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Balanced Life Podcast. I'm Justin Tillman, your host and coach with Balanced Coaching and Consulting. Hope you're having a great week so far. Uh, If it's the very beginning of your week, I hope you have a great week. And if you're listening later on in the week, I hope it's been going well so far. Got another great interview lined up for you this week, and it's going to be with my friend Michael Stavitsky, and he's going to share with us the power of habits. I learned a lot from this conversation with Michael, and I hope you do the same. So let's dive on in and listen to what Michael has to teach us. Well, I'm excited to have uh, Michael Stavitsky with me today, um, just chatting with him a little bit. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Uh, if for those of you that listen locally, I promise you, he's not local. <laughs> so, uh, But I'm, I'm really excited to get a, a unique perspective on living a balanced life, and I'm excited to see what Michael has to say. Um, I've, I've In meeting Michael and, and learning a little bit about him before today, um, I'm excited about his perspective and what he's going to bring to the table. So uh, with no uh, with no further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Michael, let you tell us a little bit about who you are, and then we'll just see where the conversation goes. So Michael, take it away. Thank you, Justin. Uh, my name is Michał Stawicki. I'm from Poland. And 10 years ago, I decided to change my life because I read the book, The Slightage by Jeff Olson. It, the message made sense to me. Success is a few simple disciplines repeated over time. So, oh, yeah, I thought success is something grand. So I didn't even try because I didn't think of myself as capable of something grand. But small, simple things, maybe I could try it. So I tried. And after a month, like I remember the first experiment. Well, I actually started a dozen habits, but uh, one of them was training speed reading for 10 minutes a day. And after a month, I doubled my reading speed. I was like, whoa, it's like 30 sessions, 10 minutes. And it was a fluke, but uh, really that was eye-opening for me that uh, those small, simple disciplines truly repeated over time, they compound and you can achieve things you wouldn't believe uh, were possible. And so that gave me determination to keep going because I was like, okay, so this is a philosophy. It like explains the reality. So it's reality. If I will keep doing things, uh, I don't believe in like, I couldn't believe I can start my own business or do anything other than working for someone else. It was as impossible in my mind, like, you know, trying to fly to the moon by flapping your arms. No, no, it's it just not going to happen. Uh, but uh, I, I kept my small daily disciplines and tried to figure out how to make money uh, in other avenues than day job. I had been working in IT, database administrator. Uh, Then I started writing books, uh, coaching, habit coaching, um, what was next, book advertising, because I published, back then it was like a dozen of my own books, so I knew, uh, I learned on them how to advertise, then I started doing it for 
other people. Uh, and finally, business coaching, which I started over a year ago. Uh, so plenty of different things, but I'm scattered that way. Uh, and it took me a decade really to uh, quit my day job. I quit it in August last year. Uh, and I was transitioning slowly from uh, full-time to half-time, then quarter-time for four years. And finally, uh, I'm free. Free. I like that. <laughs> I, that's that's really good. I, I What's one thing about that that I thought was helpful that you said was the power of small disciplines. Because I think so often... And the people that I talk to and the clients that I work with um, in the coaching that I do, there's that mentality of either or. Like I I have to make the huge change. Like I have to go full tilt into whatever it is. There's no in-between. Um, and to hear you say the power is in the small incremental changes over time, I think is very helpful. Uh, especially for, like at least for the folks that I talk to. Um, changing that mindset of it and it's good for me to hear you say that because here I am thinking you know I've been coaching for over a decade when I look back and see you know what coaching is but in in me starting you know starting the we finally got the point where it just made sense to do it as a business in my mind it's got to be big business overnight And, and to hear you say no it's 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 small steps and have you found would you say that tackling it in small steps makes it more sustainable? Uh, actually, I would say that sustainable is what you need to aim for. Because uh, mm. 10 minutes is not really that small a habit. Uh, BJ Fogg, uh, who invented tiny habits, he, he teaches that a truly small habit is 50 seconds and easy to do. Yeah? So 10 minutes and not such easy to do is actually something which can um, really bring up some resistance subconscious resistance but in my mind 10 minutes was yeah it was easy it was the way like i can do anything for 10 minutes and i can find 10 minutes uh, even in my busy schedule Uh, so in my mind that was sustainable that's why i was able to sustain it and you need to aim for sustainability because which is how you build habits, that's one, and then how you keep them so they are habits. Because so what, 10 years ago, you've been exercising every day for half a year. Good for you, but that's just a history. Well, you actually have this habit um, recorded in your brain, because if you developed one, then those neurons stay there, but uh, you need to go back to it. And it's so much easier i would say what's the not really yeah, maybe the return on on investment yeah it's so much easier to get the, this return if you keep going if you sustain what you are doing stopping and starting starting and stopping it's it just takes too much of mental energy of physical energy yeah sustainability this is what's the most important thing about habits that's good. So I'm thinking, you know, one of the things that, that comes to mind right off the top of that discussion is 
like exercise. Like a lot of people I talk about who want to, you know, I need a more balanced life. And one of the things that's missing is exercise. That's if I take what you just said and now I'm thinking, oh, well, you know, because the first thing people think is I got to do something for 30 minutes. Well, no, like you said, take 10 minutes, go for a 10 minute walk, do it every day for a month, 10 minute walk. You know, that's when I think of that, that's much more doable <laughs> than me trying to find a 30 minute block of time where, all right, stop what you're doing for 30 minutes and do this. I can easily find 10 minutes a day to go be more active. I can easily find 10 minutes a day to read. I can easily find 10 minutes a day. Um, it was interesting. You hear you say that. I was reading something the other day talking about uh, picking up a musical instrument. And it said, look, if you just practice, like if you're trying to learn the violin, practice 10 minutes a day every day and do that for a year. And by the end of the year, you will be further ahead than 95% of the people who are trying to learn violin because of like you just said that consistent I think that's the other piece sustainability but also consistency if you if you can find a time that works for you and do it consistently in my mind I'm envisioning that that compound interest of of consistently doing something you can really make some changes yeah so funny that you're talking about uh, playing instrument I play guitar not okay. that well uh, but I once uh, met a seminar student uh, and he played the guitar, practiced playing guitar seven minutes a day. This is what he said. And he was so much better than me. Like, come on, I'm, I've been playing, I know, maybe half an hour a week and usually just in one block. Yeah. And this mm -hmm. guy was so much better than me and he was younger probably he played uh, shorter than me that, that was really amazing even at seven minutes like that's 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 awesome so see that's that's for those of you that are listening that's another thing to keep in mind like like he said just it doesn't have to, 10 worked for him it doesn't have to be 10 minutes like find what's a doable thing for you and do it and focus on doing it well in that span of time. So you know that seven minute practice. Make sure it's good practice, but do it for seven minutes. And if you if you get frustrated, you know, just think I got to just for seven minutes. And the more I think about, it, I'm like, man, like you said, I can do anything for seven minutes. <laughs> you know, I don't. Well, I can, yeah. And going back to um, exercises, uh, I had been like seven ten points overweight so i lost that exactly with small habits and of course when it comes to losing weight diet is more important than fitness uh, but i was purposeful in uh, introducing some small things i could do in my situation in my schedule so i've already been doing a series of push-ups so i added a series of chin-ups uh, and come on, at my best, I could do like 40 something chin-ups, maybe 50. That's two minutes uh, about uh, all. Also introduce things like, okay, I'm climbing stairs quite often. And I put this habit into myself. Now I'm running the stairs. So it's the same distance. Now I'm just 
running them and I don't think even yeah the stairs running that's like totally automatic uh I I've been had been rather uh running on short distances when I was going for for a train for example yeah those 200 yards so I run them uh to, to to catch the train or bus and so things within my daily schedule which I could do uh, and today, uh, oh, so two two more things. One, I've read a research about uh, physical activity that actually for health benefits, it's enough to have those two-minute workouts. And by workout, okay, it means that in the end, your uh, heart rate elevated. Yeah? So I was discussing this with my employee. Today, he has small kids that actually... Chasing your kids and playing with them is kind of a workout. That's why so many adults, I remember my times when kids were under 10 and that was my only exercise in the end. So, yeah. That's, yeah, that's another helpful thing. Like it's not, it's kind of that quality over quantity thing. It's, it's, if you can get a good two to five, seven minutes of, and that's that walk, if you can do a good brisk walk, for two to five minutes, don't be discouraged as that's all you did. You did something. So you've been doing these small habit things. You, you said about the past decade, is that correct? Yes. How many, I'm just curious, how many, how many habits have you developed over that 10 years using this process? I don't know. Dozens, 50. That's awesome. I know what I'm doing when I get off this, this podcast today. <laughs> I'm finding something to start doing for five to ten minutes. Um, what what what's what would you say is the biggest change you've seen in your life by doing these small habits? It's it's funny because I reflected on that many times. I have on Quora like sixteen hundred answers and at least four hundred on habits. Uh, when you try to connect the dots, like the math just doesn't work mm-hmm. okay this is two minute chin ups and maybe running the stairs and now uh i lost white in about half a year and i kept my white since then yeah with those mainly habits uh so but that's still it seems too small really to, to work but think of the uh, change, transformation that happened in my whole life. I was an employee. I had one source of income. Uh, I was in, at a specialist position. No, uh, no one below me. Uh, stress out, of course, working eight hours and then some. Uh, I, I was in IT support, so... For almost my whole career, I had uh, one week a month that I was on call. So I was always with companies call by me and had to react immediately when something happened. And now I'm having my own business. I have uh, royalties from my books. Uh, I'm coaching. So that's another source of income. I'm making twice as much or or more than in my day job. My health is 
much better than uh, it had been. Uh, like, what just happened? And that was small daily habits. Like, it doesn't add, but yes, it is. It's like I wrote most of my books during my full uh, full time work. Uh, so I published nineteen of them, and then I wrote on a trains, commuting to work, back from work, uh, late in the night, and so on. And I was at the top. I was writing um, one hour a day, thousand words. That was the max I could uh, ever do. Right now, I scaled down to 600. Uh, and 1,000 words, where maybe an article can uh, get out of that. But because I've been doing it for past 10 years, I have 19 books, thousands of articles, a uh, few hundred posts on my blog. Uh, I've been paid for my writing and now my writing serves uh, as a kind of lead magnet to my coaching it's not intended that way because when i published my books five years ago i coaching wasn't even on my radar but now people are like i have one a client right now who read a couple of my books five years ago he checked on me recently saw that i'm coaching so he hired me that's so it, it doesn't add yeah like you, you look at the small things okay 30 minutes of writing oh it's come on but now i have like in my writing log almost three million words mm-hmm. Not, yeah, i, I wrote that consistent. down 19 books wow <laughs> i have i have two and i'm pretty proud of those two and you got 19 man you're putting me to shame <laughs> well it's it's very funny because it's uh impressive but only for those who have less than 19. Uh, i was introduced to ken davis who wrote uh, plenty go, go guys written plenty of, of books like 100. my mentor was so proud of me how he wrote a dozen books and <laughs> yeah, good for him <laughs> hey well you gotta start somewhere you gotta start somewhere so uh, yeah i just had um I just finished a book on on life purpose, and um, I, I had written one. I think probably I think when the first book I wrote it's 2014, so it's been just under ten years. Maybe I think it was eight when I I, I kind of re-edited it for a second edition and wrote the second book. And um, yeah, that's an accomplishment. So for you to write 19, I, I know what kind of work goes into that. But that's that's great to hear you say. You know, you got up to one hour a day. That was that's a max you said you feel like you could do, but uh, you know, like six six hundred to a thousand words. And I'm thinking, you know, having having written blog posts and having written a book and written articles, I'm like, that's a manageable amount. Like that's not astronomical. Um, it's not to and I that's a big at least for me in talking to you, like that's that's encouraging to me. Like it's a big takeaway. Like it's not you don't have to like to use your metaphor earlier, you don't have to fly to the moon today. And I think that's we get so sucked into this got to do it now. I've got to, 
I was talking to somebody today and they made the same, um, they were talking about business and they said, you know, people starting out with businesses think they see these people that are successful and it's like a, you're on top of the roof of the house. And so you see this successful business person and they're standing on the roof of the house and you're saying, I want to be there. And a lot of business people, especially business coaches are saying, well, just jump. I can get you to 10K in, in two months. Just jump. But what that new person is not seeing is the ladder behind the house <laughs> that that person climbed. And so it was incremental, those small habits, those small successes that they climbed to get to where they are on top of the house. And, and that's kind of what I'm hearing you say is if you want good growth, if you want sustainable growth in your life, in your business, whatever it is, find out what the small incremental steps are, those small habits and commit to something today. Like, what can you do today for five minutes that will get you where you want to go? And and do that every day. And you'll get to where you want to go. It's that journey of a thousand, that, what journey of a thousand miles starts with one step. And so, if nothing else, I've, I've, I've got some encouragement today. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. So, so yeah. We, we, we live in this instant culture, and that's, that's really the problem. People do not value, they don't even understand. Of course, we don't understand. Our subconscious do not understand time. We understand only present tense. Mm-hmm. And so uh, you need to turn on your logical brain and that's not really a strong suit of us recently, <laughs> especially if you scroll uh, through social media for hours. Um, guilty. Yeah. So uh, we don't understand time. That's one thing. And the other thing, we don't really understand habits. Yeah, we think exactly. We think habit is okay. Going to the gym every day for one hour, but doing this two-minute walk is also a habit. It will create the same neural loop in your brain. So uh, automatic, semi-automatic behavior, which will be triggered by by something. Mm -hmm. And so the scale, it's actually so much easier to develop a new habit starting very, very small because you will get like, if you are doing 100 push-ups or one push-up, like you are going through the same motions but it's so much easier to develop a habit of doing one push-up and do it for like two months, three months, and then you can add five more because you will be used to that. But but we don't think that way. We think, okay, I need to go to the gym and pump iron for one hour uh, and create such a habit, which is still a habit, but so much harder to develop. Like the, the internal resistance and also just environment, as you said, well, I need to clear my schedule for half an hour, an hour, get there, go back. Yeah, it's, it's, and running through the stairs. Okay. Well, I was climbing stairs every day, going to my, commuting to my work and back. So I just added, you know, five, 10 calories uh, burned uh, throughout the day. Easy peasy. Yeah. And I think too, it's using, you know, thinking about push ups. But I think it, it, you could extrapolate it out to anything. If you do it, if I say I got to go to the gym and pump iron for an hour, if I say I have to practice guitar for 30 minutes, could I do that? Yes. But how well am I doing that? How well am I doing those 100 push-ups? How well am I lifting? How well am I practicing guitar? Because we always say, you know, practice makes perfect. 
but it's perfect practice that makes perfect. And so if I can say, well, in five for five minutes or for seven minutes, I'm going to focus on doing as many really good push-ups as I can do. I'm going to learn this scale as well as I can for five minutes. I'm, I'd argue I'm actually, like you said, I'm building the same neural pathways, but I'm actually building them better because what I'm practicing is quality. I'm not just saying, all right, I, I lifted weights for an hour. Well, what if you lifted them the wrong way and you actually do damage to your muscle and now you've got to recover <laughs> from that. And so the habit, like you said, the start and stop. So now you've started this habit that you've tried to start. And when you go to do it again, now your brain is remembering that really hurt last time. I don't want to do that anymore. And so now you're going into it with a little bit more mental resistance than you did the first time. When if you'd have just said, let me do the best push up that I can do for five minutes. And after five minutes, I'm done. I get that reward of I did what I said what I was going to do. I'm going to do it again tomorrow. And now you're building up quality practice and quality habits and not just habit for the sake of habit. Would you agree with that? Um, yes and no. Okay. Because practice makes perfect. Uh, this is biology. Uh, are you familiar with the Talent Code mm -hmm. book? Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. So it's this is how our brains work. We repeat something. We build the... Uh, neural path and then when it gets like uh, enforced because we are doing it often or with attention uh, a substance called myelin is uh, encompassing this neural path mm -hmm. so the uh, the neural impulses are going faster and stronger through this path so you are doing it even better even faster practice makes uh perfect because we are just you know biologically wired for that but you are right uh, perfect practice it will make you uh, perfect much faster uh, it's this attention piece also but uh, uh, however perfect practice takes mental effort mm. uh, it's so much easier to tell yourself okay i will do 10 push-ups, then I will do 10 very, 10 very good push-ups and pay attention to why I'm doing it and so on. Uh, habits are actually, you know, same automatic or semi-automatic. Uh, of course, uh, there are, come on, activities like writing, which is really creative and you cannot box it into definition of, of habit that it's a trigger activity and then endpoint reward yeah uh, but also the definition of habit says it it is a behavior you repeat uh regularly yeah and yeah. Uh, also automatically or semi-automatically so i created my own writing routine i start from opening my writing log and note down uh, the starting time and what i will be writing and and I put earphones and I have the uh, playlist for writing. So I'm wiring myself to write, despite the fact that I write very, very various things. Uh, well, I went away from the subject, but yes, practice makes math, makes perfect and, and perfect practice makes you perfect much faster. However, it's harder. Yeah, and that's that's the normal thing. Yeah, uh, 
success is so uncommon because people are not willing to do the hard things required to succeed. Yeah. And so the big takeaway, and I, I like what you said, you know, perfect practice, you get perfect faster, it's just harder. So bolt down, you just, just start somewhere. Like, like just pick something and um, do just to use, to keep the metaphor going, just do the push up. <laughs> it does, even if it's not perfect, just do the push up. I think this is really good. I'm, I'm thinking too, as we're talking and we were talking about social media and, and the way we're just our, the culture we're swimming in right now is not one of intentionality or, or attention to detail or my, my wife teaches um, elementary school and we talk a lot about, uh, and I've worked with youth in the past and I've worked with college students and we talk a lot about, it seems like today people want to be that YouTube influencer. They want to be that Instagram star and, um, and they see that as easy. Again, they're not seeing the work that was done to get there, but it's like one, you're seeing the curated version of everybody. You're not seeing the hard work that went into what, what you're seeing in front of you, but two, do the hard work. Like don't, don't look for an easy way to fame, an easy way to success, because again, the people you're seeing in front of you most likely put in some work to get there. They didn't just wake up that morning and they were an Instagram influencer or they were a YouTube influencer. They, they had trial and error. They, put, they had some posts they put out that flopped. And I think that's the piece that is so important for folks today to understand. There's work involved. You're just seeing, that's, that's one of the downsides of social media. You're just seeing the end success story. You're not seeing the work that went into it. And I, hearing, hearing you today, that's what you need. If you want to be that, you need to focus on the work. And it's not just the fault of social media because media overall are that way. What we see uh, when we see positive things on media are, of course, those shiny success stories, overnight overnight success stories. Of course, yeah. it took you a decade or two to, to get there, but that's like in one sentence. And then how you enjoy fame and money and everything else. So it's back to we always... Uh, had been these creatures which only understood uh, the present tense, but now we see it everywhere. Yeah, so it's it gets reinforced. In the past, you know, two centuries ago, uh, actually, you you were you weren't exposed to so many data. Yes, you, you were exposed to people around you, so you could see. Okay, this guy started a year ago and is working and working and working and burning uh, the midnight oil and so on. Yeah, of course it takes time and, and determination to succeed today. Yeah, we we don't see it because nobody shows it. That's one. Why nobody shows it? I'm showing it. I wrote a couple of books about it. One uh, kind of my autobiography. Because people are not interested in this stuff. Oh, that's the, the greatest. Like I've been doing it for for the last decade. From time to time, I put two words in uh, into Google search, persistence and success. And come on, every single time, it's about uh, 20 times more results for success than persistence. Everybody's interested in success. Nobody's interested in a way to get success, which is crazy. That's good. Yeah, nobody. Again, it boils down to nobody's willing to do the work. They just want the end result. We're we're so 
So like, going back to that, yeah. if you want end result, focus on work, focus on those daily actions. I'm terrible at achieving my goals and I'm very good at, okay, I want to like with my writing career, I want to be a writer. So what do writers do? They write. Okay. I will be writing every day. Because I started from 200 words, 400, uh, skate up to, to a thousand. Put the work in and keep putting the work in. It's like five years ago, I published a book. A guy read it. I didn't even think about uh, having a coaching business. But now, because I did this work a long time ago, well, he bought the book five years ago. Maybe I published it eight years ago. And now I'm reaping the benefits. It's working like that. Uh, so maybe it's not really, it's, it, there's no maybe, it's not linear. It's hard to connect the dots. Yeah. yeah. As I was discussing, this was so small things, writing every day for half an hour, but they compound and the compound effect. And mm. like, I'm in a very comfortable position now. I have my own business, a few streams of income. I have so many possibilities to pursue. I wonder what it will be in the next 10 years. Come on. Like yeah. I'm building on top of that. Yeah. That's great. I like that. So, man, I feel like I could talk to you forever. <laughs> so if as we're wrapping up today, and I hate that we're wrapping up at this point, like it's just getting good. Um, might have to have you back again sometime. Um, if, what would you say? I think I know what it's going to be, but what would you say is the biggest takeaway for folks listening today? Um, if they want to live a balanced life, if they want to move forward, they want to start making changes in their life, what's the biggest thing they can do starting today? Uh, I will give you a longer story. Okay. Ryan Tracy once, he, he was um, giving a detail on some huge research on entrepreneurship. They they try to figure out what makes uh, entrepreneurs successful. And so they compare those unsuccessful ones, the successful. They did it for decades. And if I remember correctly, it was like tens of thousands of businesses. And finally, they found it. They started. They kept going. Bam, mm. That's it. You need to start. So start small is really my uh, advice. Now I have 19 books, but I just, I was just writing the, the first one uh, at the time when I started. Yeah. It, and it is very small book, by the way, it's like less than 10,000 words, a booklet really. Uh, but yeah, I started from that to so start and then keep going and you will pivot. Uh, I like had uh, several uh, attempts at writing before I really started making money from it. Uh, so I just, like, I had an idea of writing fiction in Polish. Yeah, maybe I could do that, but I wrote a short story. People criticized it and I was like, yeah, they are right. And I would have needed like five years to get good at it. I don't have five years. Yeah? So I changed my path and, and started something else. And finally published this first book and people started buying it. So start small, keep going. You're ready to 
you know pivot uh, to be flexible and because of course persistence is very important uh, but if you are persisting in the wrong things then well it, it actually compounds effect work works against you and that's Ooh, yeah. a very very bad place to be yeah at. so there you go folks start keep doing it and i love that part don't be afraid to change if you figure out you're going in the wrong direction don't be afraid to pivot so that's good i think that's a great takeaway well well michael if folks want to know more about you and read some of this stuff you've written this lot of stuff that you've written and, and just learn more about who you are how can they find you it's very easy to find me because I'm Polish guy in the English speaking space. So Google <laughs> just loves me. I'm always on the first page. Michał Stawicki books, Michał Stawicki Quora. And uh, you will find me very, very easy. My blog is expandbeyondyourself.com. Awesome. Well, I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today. And I thank you for your time and your insight. And uh, I know folks are going to benefit from it. And I have benefited tremendously. I've been taking notes like a, I've feverishly over here on my notepad. So, Michael, thank you for your time. And I, I, we might have to have you again. It's been a lot of fun. You're most welcome, Justin. Thank you for having me. It's always a privilege to serve to someone else's audience. Thank you very much. Well, I don't know about you, but I am about to go out and start some new habits. I really enjoyed my conversation with Michael, and I hope you did too. Uh, he's a really neat guy, and I'm so thankful that our paths crossed and we were able to chat. If you enjoyed the episode, I hope you'll consider sharing it with somebody else who might enjoy it as well. And as always, feel free to like the podcast, share it with other people that you think might find this content beneficial. And until we meet again, I hope you keep living that balanced life, keep seeking out God's best for you, and we will chat again next week.